What's up, everybody? This is Chris Heron and PJ Braun with the Ask PJ Braun podcast. You can find us over at YouTube, uh, BlackstoneLabs.com, and SoundCloud. Uh, we'll be doing this every week. You should be hearing us on Saturday. Uh, with that, we're going to kick it off. Uh, we're just going to start things off a little casual today. Um, start off talking about kind of what we've been doing the last week. Um, you know, last week we had a pretty interesting, uh, you know, gr- group trip to the movie theater to go see the new Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I obviously have some thoughts on that. <laughs> um, PJ and I, we've already kind of talked about this ahead of time, but he, he liked it, I guess. Loved it. Um, I was not a huge fan. You were the most angry. I was. I was very angry. Tell them why, though, because you were the most excited going into it. I definitely was. For sure. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, I've been a huge fan of Star Wars my entire life. I mean, I, I remember the first time I saw Star Wars. I was, I was five years old. You know, it was one of, one of the best movies, you know, of all time to me. Uh, I've, even even when I was a kid, you know, the new trilogy came out, the new, you know, whatever. Those those were exciting. Mm-hmm. And I was really pumped going into this one. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, you know, I'm sure there's people out here listening that haven't seen it yet or, you know, still want to see it. But I, I just felt like it was uh, a letdown for the fans. You know, it was a lot, a lot, a lot that was promised in the previous movie <laughs> that was not delivered on in this movie. Right. So I'm going to give you what I call the normals perspective of star wars (laughs) so i have categorized star wars fans into two groups because i don't think anybody really hates star wars you know i think that you have the diehard fans that i refer to as star wars geeks and then you have the casual fans that i call the normals (laughs) i feel that Every normal that I've talked to was like, this is the best one yet. There was so much action and the fight scene. Oh, I don't want to, I'm going to, I don't want to give any spoilers. I almost gave a spoiler. Um, I almost stopped myself. It's hard. I know. Um, and, uh, it was a, it, it was a very good story. I liked the Ray in this one better mm-hmm. than the last one. I found her to be more attractive and pleasing, uh, <laughs> to watch, um, and I really liked it. Of the new ones, I felt that this one was the best. And all of the other normals that I spoke to felt the same way. However, in my office, and and, and not just my office because I've come across other Star Wars geeks, that the passion they have for Star Wars is, is unparalleled to any other movie, like, you know, series that I've ever seen, right? And the diehards all didn't like it. Like, it's unanimous. Mm-hmm. And... I'll tell you something. This is specific for our office. Everyone here watches Game of Thrones, and I think Game of Thrones has ruined movies for everybody because Game of Thrones, no one is safe, and good often doesn't prevail in Game of Thrones, and you're often scratching your head and shocked in Game of Thrones, and so I I told uh, Chris that I think uh, Game of Thrones has warped his mind, so then later on I talked to Mike Trujillo, who is a Star Wars geek, and he had a very similar opinion to Chris, and I said to him, Game of Thrones has warped your mind. I didn't really speak to Eric, although I assume that Eric feels the way that you guys feel. Yeah. He's kind of, yeah. A CSE. So, yeah. Um, so I spoke to David, and this is really funny. It's the reason why I'm telling the story. <laughs> so I, I said to him, what did you think of Star Wars? I loved it. And his response was, you know what, man? I really think that Game of Thrones has warped my mind. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I've been telling everybody else. And he's like, yeah, I just, you know, he's like, I don't know. There's just too much good was prevailing too much. And I'm like, yeah, but you're supposed to want good to prevail. I mean, that's that's definitely one way to look at it. My my problem with it was is that, 
you know, with Star Wars, we've had 40 years of a formula that works. You know, mm-hmm. we know that these movies created something that a lot of people are very passionate about, and it's very, you know, it's it's changed the way sci-fi is viewed. And I feel like the themes and everything that was covered in this movie said, you know what, all that, forget it. Forget all that. That doesn't matter anymore. Don't 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 think about the things from 40 years ago that you used to love. And I, I don't like that. You know, I feel like that's just an assault to me personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't like that at all. Very common theme with the, the Star Wars geeks. Yeah. Do, have you looked at the Rotten Tomatoes score or the box office I, numbers? I have. Um, it's been very critically acclaimed, uh-huh. and the fan, like the fan side of things, yep. is very mixed. Really, it's like forty-seven percent. Wow. For the fans, but it's like ninety-three or ninety-four for, for the critics. for the critics. What are they doing in box office numbers? Uh, it was the second highest grossing movie of all time. I believe it. So. And that's mm-hmm. not surprising in the least. I, I say to go see it, people, if you're listening and haven't seen it. No, don't get me wrong. And just, just because I hated it doesn't mean that I don't think <laughs> – I'm actually – I want to go see it again because my girlfriend hasn't seen it, and she's not a big Star Wars fan. Oh, so I, I would actually enjoy hearing her perspective. Yeah, of it. me too. And, and she's only seen episode seven. She's only seen uh, – this is such a weird thing for a Star Wars person to, to have. She's only seen episode one and episode seven. She's never seen anything in between. Okay. So I'm kind of curious to see what she says about episode eight. I bet you she likes it because if she has, hasn't seen all of the originals, she, her brain isn't warped into you know, right. what you guys are all chasing after. For sure. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what, what else have you been watching besides Star Wars? All I watch is Game of Thrones. Seven years behind everybody else. Um, <laughs> I started out – so everybody here, literally everyone here except for me, watches Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And um, – the first person who actually told me to watch Game of Thrones after the very first episode ever was Aaron Singerman. And he was like, you'll love the show. You have to watch it. And I don't remember what I was doing at that point in my life. I think I lived in California at the time, actually. Um, I just wasn't interested. And um, I haven't been interested until two weeks ago. And I finally – now it was three weeks ago maybe. I was sick. Yeah. When I was sick and I was like laying around and uh, Salvino was like, do you want to start – Game of Thrones since you're just laying in bed and I was like yeah why not and I wound up power watching four episodes then the next day I watched four more and I was just hooked and now I'm like super obsessed and I'm now a Game of Thrones dork um <laughs> it's a good show though. yeah it's all I watch so I'm 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 in episode six of season five right now oh wow you're really going then so yeah it's getting it's, it's the season five is is their storylines are going all over the place and there's a lot going on um I was told there's a dip in the writing now Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been very entertaining. Um, the only season I didn't love was season two, which I understand now was made to build characters a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But as far as what they did with the story and the action, um, it was a weak season. And then season three was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And it seems as if it's, it's just pro- progressively getting better and staying strong. And um, it's it's uh, at this point now, I'm cutting myself off when I'm feeling tired. Because I want to process all the information. That's good. And I'll actually turn it off and like just watch something casual on TV that I don't mind falling asleep yeah. to because of how important Game of Thrones is I mean, to my brain. <laughs> imagine imagine from a fan's perspective who was literally watching it as it came out. Yeah, you I have couldn't. a week to process you know, everything you just saw, mm-hmm. and it only gets crazy. I, you know? I do this with everything. I did this with Breaking Bad like five years after everybody else too, so I've never been in that position. I haven't put myself in that position since Sopranos, which was many years ago. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we're going to go ahead and jump into your guys' questions. Uh, the first question we're going to start out with is from uh, Dimitri. He says, hello, PJ. 
Uh, my question is, what should I expect from blood work on, methi- on a methiquad cycle? Can you be more specific and give more details? To be honest, I am on growth hormone cycle 5-ME per day uh, for fat loss because I'm cutting. So I decided to do blood work, and the results are not as I expected. Uh, my women's hormones, estrogens, were very low and even less than the normal value. And my testosterone value is very minimum. Testosterone-free normal value is 0.2 to 0.77, and mine is 0.28. Uh, to, uh, total testosterone normal value is 8.33 to 30.19 and minus 8.46. Uh, so I went for a doctor's consultation, and she told me that it's okay in my situation. She also told me uh, that I should stop taking anything like this. So I decided to ask you because I thought that the test results should be very high on cycle and very low after mine, but my situation is weird. To be honest, I feel very good in the gym. My intensity is very high. My power is growing. I'm losing fat, and my weight is the same. So it means muscles are growing. I feel bigger, stronger, and better. But when I go to bed my wife, with my wife, I just want to sleep. Doctor said to me that's the first sign of low testosterone. What should I do? Uh, best regards from Russia, Dimitri. Okay, uh, Dimitri. Um, I'm going to answer this the best I can because the way that they're testing your levels is, is different uh, than the way they test here. And I'm not familiar with these these sorts of numbers here. Um, the free versus the total numbers are considerably different ranges. For instance, the, your total testosterone number uh, normal value that they're saying is 8.33 to 30.19. Uh, here, the range is, you know, 250 to 1100. So I'm going to go based on where your numbers are versus what their range is. Now, as far as the growth hormone, five MEs, I'm assuming assuming you, you, you mean five IUs. That is a lot of growth hormone. I'd be interested in seeing what your IGF-1 levels are. They should be very high. Um, and if you have those uh, test results on the test, please let me know. Um, because I'm wondering if it's something to do with you taking such a large amount of growth hormone um, without any testosterone. Um, what's most likely happening is... The methiquad is shutting your testosterone down, and that is relevant. But based by you know, the relevancy of that is that your your numbers for your total testosterone are you know in range, but the bottom of in range, and the same thing with the free. So you're not in the low range; you're just in the bottom of the healthy range. Now, what's probably happening? is the methiquad is suppressing your testosterone and you're getting the power and stuff from the, the, the you know, methiquad is a blend of four things. So what you may need to do, and, and, and as far as your estrogen being low, that's from the arimistane that's in the methiquad. The methiquad. That makes sense. Um, you don't need to worry about your estrogen being very low based on the other numbers. Um, the best thing I could tell you is either add in some apex male um, to get your testosterone, you, you want to focus just on testosterone or you can get on some HRT. I mean, if you're doing that much growth hormone, I would assume you wouldn't be afraid to do a shot of HRT a week. If you add in a shot of testosterone a week, it'll fix this problem in seven or eight days and your sex life with your wife will go back to normal. You'll, you'll have the extra power in the gym with the Methiquad. Um, they will complement each other very, very well. And so, you know, that would be my advice to you is, you know, just taking the methiquad alone with the growth hormone. It, it could be just the growth hormone is so high and, it, you know, 
you're getting good results, which means the methoquad is working. You're just seeing a strong su- suppression of your natural, you know, numbers. And as far as the doctor telling you to stop, they're always going to say that because they don't know they don't know anything about supplements. Doctors, they know what they learned in school, what they were specifically studying in school. Um, I actually, uh, I had a client who was an orthopedic surgeon, and um, he had many practices. And you think to yourself, "Wow, he's an orthopedic surgeon. And he's fixing knees and elbows and shoulders all day long. This guy must be really, really smart." And he was, when it came to nutrition, excuse my language, a fucking idiot. And he'd be like, you know, he would ask me these questions and I'd be like, aren't you a doctor? And he'd be like, yeah, I mean, we don't study this in school. I'm like, really? Like, he'd be like, if I go to Subway, if I, have, if I don't have time to, to prepare, prepare my meals, what, what should I get at Subway? What's the healthiest thing that I, that I can get? Can I have a, a, a meatball sub or does it have to be like a veggie sub? I'm like, well, a veggie sub, you're getting nothing. <laughs> you're just eating vegetables. I'm like, you don't know this stuff? And he didn't. But he knew how to repair a knee. So the doctors are, are always going to tell you not to take any of this stuff unless you find a good HRT doctor. Um, I don't know how the status is in Russia with hormone replacement therapy. Um, but if you can find one, my suggestion is switching to that type of doctor. And if you have the blood work, um, what we can do is if you email it to me, pg at blackstonelabs.com, when I get to it, I will go over your blood work on the next podcast and um, I'll give myself some time to look at the way they are testing the numbers, you know, from Russia via how they versus how they do it in the the United States. It's the best answer I could give you on that one. All right. Our next question is from Frank. Uh, He says, thank you for answering my question on podcast four. With your advice, I will do keto versus carb cycling. Uh, that being said, do you believe in traditional 70-20-10 keto macros or a higher protein keto for fat loss and bodybuilding type physique? And if so, what ratio do you like? Uh, also, what types of fats do you like on keto, clean versus dirty ones? For example, almonds and avocado versus butter or mayonnaise. Thanks again. Love the podcast. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate your support of the podcast. We're going to keep this going every week and see how popular we can get it see how many people we can help see how many lives we can change i do remember you uh and your question as far as uh the keto choice you're making the right choice uh you can absolutely do 70 20 10 my personal uh keto when i do it is 75 15 5 obviously those macros aren't all that much different um i prefer clean fats i like nuts uh, almonds, walnuts, cashews, macadamia nuts. I love, um, I like nut butters. Um, and I like extra virgin olive oil a lot. Now, as long as you're hitting your macros, you can eat eggs, red meat, salmon. And like you said, you can do butter, mayonnaise, uh, gorilla chemist stayed at my house for a week when he was doing keto and he was eating like nothing but bacon and pepperoni. I actually found it to be disgusting. Um, and I love bacon and and I'm a fan of pepperoni as well, but I mean, just to eat massive amounts of it, all that grease is just gross to me. And I think that when you eat a lot of greasy stuff like that, it it weighs you down versus something like an extra virgin olive oil, which is, you know, it's so efficient, you know, your body's just going to process it and you're going to feel good. So I am an advocate of the clean. Now, if you can't stay clean and you got to go dirty because it's easier for you to diet, you can do it that way as well. But I also feel like part of the the reason why so many people like the Atkins diet is that they didn't feel like they were, quote unquote, dieting because they could eat bacon and they could eat cheeseburgers and stuff like that. And they could eat tasty stuff. Whereas people associate, quote unquote, dieting with 
restrictions and all the good stuff than all the tasty stuff. See, I don't see it like that. I actually enjoy eating all the foods that I eat. I love eating fish and I like olive oil. So to me, I actually prefer those foods. I love, don't get me wrong. I love bacon. Um, but I think that when you eat like that, you're, you're, you're not really teaching yourself to be healthy. You're just teaching yourself a shortcut to lose weight and still eat shitty food, (laughs) shitty food. So, um, my advice is to go the clean route. Our uh, next question is from Tom. He says, long-time listener, first-time caller, Mr. Obvious Reference. <laughs> uh, first off, I just want to say you're an inspiration not only in bodybuilding but the business world. Long story short, I am almost 22 years old, and I was dieting hard for about a month and doing cardio and lifting and have great workouts. The month went by, and I didn't lose a single pound. I go to the doctor and come out to find that my total test was at 204, and my free test is at 7.14, but I felt fine. Workouts were great, and libido was fine. I get the blood work done uh, eight months after I finish my last cycle of test E, 250 milligrams, with Tren E, 200 milligrams a week for 16 weeks. I did Nova Clomid uh, protocol, and I'll, and I'll get my blood work done again as soon as I – just to see where I'm at. I spoke to a dietitian, and she said I was technically starving myself because there was such a big calor- uh, caloric deficit of about 1,200 calories a day. I was eating 2,100 calories. Damn, that's small. That's, a, that's very low. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm 5'10", 235 pounds with about 23% body fat. Uh, I started doing a carb cycling diet uh, where Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday are low carb under 50 grams, Thursday at about 100 grams, and Sunday a refeed day at 200 grams. Getting about 250 to 275 grams of protein a day and adjusting my fat for the remaining calories to get 2100 on on the day. Uh, What are your thoughts on this? I'm also looking to run another cycle to help cut. I have test site, trend E and EQ. Uh, What would you recommend the protocol be for this? Uh, I was also going to add frag 176, 191 to the mix. All right. Obviously, based on reading this, your goal is you're trying to be as lean as possible. So let's break this down. You really set yourself up for failure for this, unfortunately. Um, Now, you you did a PCT. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm rereading this myself. You did a PCT, but did you not do the PCT immediately? I got the blood work done eight months after I finished my last cycle of test E with Tren E for 16 weeks. I did Nova Clomid protocol and I'll get my blood work done again. So the way that I'm reading that is that you didn't do the, P- the PCT right away, or perhaps I'm reading it wrong. Are you, are you reading it like that also? Yeah. Cause if you did the, the, Unfortunately, you didn't have HCG, which is the most important by far. Um, if you can't get the HCG, uh, yeah, of course the Clomid. You need the Clomid, and then and the Nolvidex is the least important there. So you, you didn't have the most important thing with PCT. Now there are many people that can't get HCG, and um, that's why you know here at Blackstone Labs we have our PCT five, which I always suggest people stack with Apex Male to get you know as much as possible as far as kickstarting you know, the testosterone to come back. Now, if you didn't do the PCT right away, then then you crashed really, really, really hard. And doing the Clomid and Nolva right now hopefully helped a little bit. Um, my my advice to you at this point is get, get back on the testosterone again um, immediately because uh, you're probably going to be crashed out pretty bad still. Um, now, as far as dosing on your testosterone... I would go conservative. Um, I would I would not do more than two cc's of the sipinate a week. If you have trend enanthate, which 
I am not the biggest fan of. I like trend acetate more. Um, however, it, it trend and anthate does go stack well with sipinate, and you don't have to pin yourself as off, as often. So you can get away with just doing a single shot of the trend and anthate a week. And I would actually only do a single shot of the equipoise a week also. Okay. Cause once you start getting into these higher numbers, your body's going to retain excess water. So go conservative with it. You'll get a lot, um, out of that cycle. Okay. As far as the adding the frag in, you don't need to, I mean, it, it, it's like not going to be all that overall beneficial at that point with everything else you're doing. I, I will tell you this though. You, you should absolutely, if you don't have a Rimidex, get it. If you can't get it, keep that Nolvidex on hand. Um, It'll, it'll help you dry out more. And although you're not doing anything that's overly uh, aggressive from an aromatization standpoint, that trend and anthate, you could get progesterone action going on and you can get yourself some gyno from that. So you got to be careful. Um, so make sure you have either an aromatase inhibitor or that Nolvinex with that cycle. Very, very, very important. Your diet is the thing that's glaring to me the most though. I mean – I have worked with bikini competitors that I had on more calories than 2,100 a day. That's very low calories. So my advice to you is what we need to do is get your calories back up first so we can get your thyroid working properly, get your metabolism kicking again. So my suggestion is to start slowly increasing the calories. And if you do it slow and steady, you won't have any sort of odd rebound effect or anything like that. So you're saying that your body fat is 23%, which is pretty high. And for you to, to, to look as good as you possibly can, I mean, you're going to have to slash that number in half. So what I would do is get yourself back onto the cycle and spend the next couple of weeks just adding 100 calories a week. I mean, that's, that's nothing. That really is nothing. An apple is like 80 calories, just to give you a reference. And build yourself back up to try to get yourself up over 3,000 calories because you're not going to build muscle if you're starving yourself. And if you're not building muscle, your basal metabolic rate is going to be low, which means you're not going to be burning calorie at rest, which means that your body is not going to be as efficient, period. And you've got to feed yourself properly. You've got to feed yourself to grow and you've got to eat to lose weight too. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, so that, that deficit, that huge deficit probably sets you back even worse. Um, so I would do it all together. Um, I would do the I would do the first shot of testosterone and enanthate and equipoise, and I would start that week. Add in 100 calories, keep it keep it steady for the week, keep it at the same spot every day. Then the following week, add in 100 calories. Just keep on doing that until you get your calories up. If you start to to, to see that you're gaining an excess of weight, which you shouldn't, however, you will gain weight because you're getting back onto the gear again, which is designed to make you gain weight. So you're gonna get you're gonna gain weight, but you, you're gonna want to judge it by the mirror mirror more than the actual scale number because you're probably gonna look better because you're gonna fill out and you're you're gonna be feeding your muscles and giving them the proper nutrients that they need to stay full, which will make your skin tighter um, versus starving yourself, which will make you look flatter and softer. Um, I do not think you need the frag. Stick to the, the gear. Get yourself an aromatase inhibitor or just stay with the Novadex, but. For the future, when you come off, try to prepare yourself in advance to where you have HCG. And if you cannot get the HCG, when you stop the, these things, you, you want to make sure you get on that PCT right away. I, I, you know, if you're running long-acting ac- esters, like Sipinate and Anthate Equipoise, they have 
a pretty long half-life. The, bi- the bioavailability is, is pretty long. So you're going to probably still have it lingering around in your system for seven, eight, nine days. But in, in my opinion, do your, your last shot, wait a week, get what you're going to get out of it, and then immediately start your PCT. And you're going to want to run that PCT for a good 40 days. You know, you're going to make sure you bring your body back the right way. I don't know what you did with your PCT. If you guys want me to get into PCT on another episode, I will get into um, the the PCT on a more in-depth scale. I have actually discussed PCT on the podcast already. I don't remember what show it was, but if you go back in some of the old podcasts, we we have done a PCT protocol before. I believe we have. It was like the second one. Yeah. It's a familiar uh, question, so I'm pretty sure we went over that. All right. Our very next question is from Marina. Uh, They say, hi, PJ. This is Marina. How are you? Uh, I've talked to you before and had issues with my coach where he was giving me really low caloric diets where it was even hard to keep up because of being hungry all day. I have been pushing my body for one year now with this low calorie diet training and cardio seven days a week. During a QA cardio, I was able to see uh, that this wasn't the best route to lose weight uh, and building muscle. I followed your advice and contacted Karen, by the way. Thank you for that. I start with her on Monday. Good. So now that the issue, so now the issue is that my body is under a lot of stress, and I haven't seen any results in the past two months. What would be the best way to address that and actually get my hormones regulated and my body working again? Thank you so much. Good. I'm glad that you talked to Karen. Uh, I, I only these days typically send my my Q and A people to Karen because Karen was directly coached and trained by me or a uh, brawn fitness disciple, as I call them. So I trust the advice that she's given. And um, that is does not by any r- reason mean that she, she is the only good coach out there. There are other good coaches out there. Um, but until I know that I have spoken to them, I don't feel comfortable referring people to them. Um, we actually have a few coaches on our team um, besides Karen, uh, one of them being Haley Kate, who is coming down here. Uh, for a week, and I am going to tutor the hell out of her. And at that point, you know, I will be comfortable sending people to her as well. And uh, she seems very intelligent. She's got a thriving training business. So there, there's there's plenty of good coaches out there. Unfortunately, there are very bad coaches, and you met a very bad coach. And you fell victim to what I see happen constantly over the years with women to metabolic damage. And it is a shame. It's sad because it's something that is very easily avoided and unfortunately very difficult to fix. It's very important that you are very open with Karen about everything that you did, everything that you ate, the amount of cardio and, and where you're at, because once you get metabolic damage, you you will get to a point where you don't lose weight anymore, no matter what you do. And it's very, very bad for you. And the only way to fix it is actually by eating. So what you're going to want to do is not even think about competing for a while. And just like I told the gentleman in the last question, you're going to have to add calories into your diet. And I will tell you the same thing as I told him. Perhaps as a woman, maybe you want to take it a little slower. Maybe you want to go biweekly with the adjustments. Um, But what I would suggest is increasing your calories slowly, slow and steady, so it's not going to shock your system over, you know, if you're suffering metabolic damage, it may take six months for you to correct this. But during that six months... If you do it the right way, you're going to be eating a lot more food 
doing far less cardio and weighing around the same, which is a victory when you look at it like that. It, it may frustrate you that it takes so much time. Now, I have had some women that were lucky that I was able to fix them in a few months. But many times it was often like a half of a year long thing, sometimes a year. Um, I have dated uh, girls that had very bad metabolic damage that um, – you know, it's it's difficult to coach your your the person you're in a relationship with because, you know, they 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 look at it a little bit differently. So you have to be a little softer with it. But, you know, I've I've lived with women with metabolic damage and seen how difficult and frustrating it is. Um, but it is absolutely correctable. It's not a bad idea to get some blood work done to see where your thyroid pr- production is at. Make sure that everything is healthy in that regard. Uh, and it probably is, but there is a chance that it isn't. Um, so what you're going to do, just to give you the bullet points, slow caloric increase, maybe 100 calories a week to every two weeks, slow cardio decrease, maybe just cut, I don't know what you're doing as far as cardio, but if you're doing an hour, maybe cut five minutes off every two weeks until you get yourself down to 30 minutes. And then at that point, maybe you remove a day. Do that for a little while. Maybe a couple weeks go by, you remove another day. Now, I'm not saying to cut it all out completely. I myself do cardio every morning, and I enjoy doing the cardio. But you've got yourself in a rut where you're eating very little, doing lots and lots of cardio, I assume training hard, and nothing is happening. So absolutely cranking out cortisol like crazy. A very simple fix for that is... Two grams of vitamin C in the morning, two grams of vitamin C later in the day, or you can do one gram four times. That four grams of C a day, which you don't have to worry about doing anything bad to you. It's it's uh, not fat soluble, so that means you just pee it all out. Um, it'll it'll blunt your cortisol levels, and that'll help you with the stress, and it will help with water retention and things like that as well. So, don't be too frustrated because this can be fixed. You've got a good coach in your corner. And um, I'm happy to answer any questions on here. You are not alone. This is the most common issue I see with women these days is these guys that starve them and, and kill them with cardio and then, and then set them up for metabolic damage. Um, but like I said, it can be fixed. And hopefully you can fix it quicker than longer. All right. Our next question is from uh, Ian. Uh, they say, I'm a fan from Scotland. Uh, the health, fitness, and supplement industry is thriving throughout the UK. When do you think you will branch out into the UK? Keep up the good work and have a good Christmas. Thank you. Uh, great Christmas to you as well. Although, oh no, it will be up before Christmas. Good. Um, well, we were we actually are in the UK. Um, we were working with a distributor uh, for a few years, Muscle Rage, very small uh, distribution company, and uh, you know we we're friends with those guys. And we've decided um, to branch out and work with a larger distribution company. And I'm not going to speak too thorough, and I apologize for not getting really in-depth on this question, uh, Ian. But hopefully by the next time you listen to the podcast, I can give you more information. We are in communication with two very, 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 very large distributors. um, And... We will obviously only work with one of them um, because they are competitors. And once that happens, you'll see our stuff uh, a lot more in the UK. Um, There probably are some places you can get our stuff in the UK. And we actually do ship uh, to the UK as well as everywhere else in the world. Some places uh, 
easier to ship to than others. Flat rate shipping, too. Flat rate shipping, that is correct. Yep. Um, so if you wanted to order any of our products, um, you could order through the call center. You could order on the website and get yourself a good deal um, and have it shipped to you. As far as when it will be in the U.K., very soon you, you'll, you'll be seeing our stuff everywhere. It's just a matter of which distribution company we decide to go with. Our next question is from your favorite person in the world, Herodav. Herodav. He says, hello. Oh, God. Here we go. He <laughs> says, hello. This is slash Herodav slash girl man. Here again for a question for, I'm going to say it, PJ Braun, but he spells it very uniquely. Uh, you've mentioned wanting to create what later became Entice. What made you partner up specifically with Kendra? When I was learning about her, seeing beyond her frame and sexuality, I found someone nice, very humble, and compassionate. Are qualities like niceness, et cetera, something one should look for in a business partner? K, peace out, bye. And then for the viewers, because they can't see it, he's got a whole bunch of emojis that <laughs> are just perfect in every way. Yes. Herodav, uh, I am your biggest fan. Um, and I appreciate this question because this is actually an awesome question. And I encourage you guys that are listening to this show, I understand that most of you are passionate about fitness in your bodies and you – want to get the most out of your body. And, and I, I have no problem answering these questions and I, I enjoy answering these questions, but I will say I love the non-fitness questions. I really do. Um, as far as uh, Entice and Kendra, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak for a little while on this one. I saved this one for close to the end because it's, it's a very good story. I had wanted to do a male enhancement product for a while because I'll be completely honest with you guys. Uh, I am a, not only am I a tremendous, tremendous fan of the adult film industry. <laughs> I am a, also a tremendous fan of sex. One may call me perhaps perverted, uh, or one may call me, uh, mild depending on what you're, <laughs> what you're into. Uh, we have a gentleman that works here by the name of Ryan Niski, who, I think is probably a lot weirder than me. Very interesting character. Uh, when it comes to the, the categories of, of sex. Uh, although I, I find uh, my discussions to, with him to be very interesting. So some people aren't as open about this stuff, but I am as open as you can get. And uh, I've always been open with saying that Kendra Lust is my favorite porn star. She's been for a very long time, since the first time I saw her on, I believe, Pornhub. Um <laughs> And uh, I liked her so much that once she started uh, doing the big time stuff on Brazzers, I actually bought a membership for Brazzers, which I've now had for a couple of years. Proud to pay for the good HD stuff, although you can find good HD stuff on the free sites. And uh, maybe sometime I'll tell you guys a story about how I found a way to crash my Mac. And uh, Chris here was able to fix it for me. There was some – there was yep. some – there was some <laughs> – questionable stuff in the history that I wasn't able to get rid of. And some questionable stuff in my memories. <laughs> so you see, it all makes sense that when I did a sexual enhancement product that I would bring somebody from the professional sex industry in, into it. Now, the reason why it unfolded the way it did, and this is what I think is so cool, is that Kendra Lust works out very, very hard. And her her uh, her partner, other half. other half, also works out very hard. And they happen to love Blackstone Labs products. And people uh, from their gym uh, knew of me and had said that my products were really good. And 
when this got to me, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Kendra Lust, like, knows about our products. I, I, I'll send her some stuff for free. I'll send, send her a care package. So I reached out and uh, got her um, shipping information, sent her some stuff, and wound up um, meeting her shortly after that at the Olympia. And she is in phenomenal shape. In real, in real life, she is tiny, by the way. Um, she looks bigger on, on, on the TV, on the screen. She's very small. She's probably about 5'3". I would guess max 120 pounds. She's a, she's a small girl. She's in very good shape. Uh, that, that also tells me that most of the guys in porn are very slight uh, of body weight because she, she doesn't look small next to the, to the guys. But I guess your body weight really is irrelevant as long as you can last a long time and have a large wiener. So um, when we got to talking... I was I couldn't believe how like sweet and down to earth she is and she 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 honestly if you didn't know who she was you would just think she was like you know your your typical like midwest mom like very like caring and sweet and 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 motherly um very very down to earth um very, very beautiful in real life, but just just focusing on the actual like, personality aspect of it, really easy to talk to. So we talked about working out mostly. You know, that's what you talk about at Olympia Expos, and that was that. Now, I for a while have been experimenting with everything from Cialis to Levitra to Viagra. My personal favorite of all of them is uh, Cialis. I think it gives the the lowest amount of side effects, uh, especially if you're somebody that takes testosterone, because you really don't need the Cialis, but when you add it in, if you're on testosterone, it can it can raise your blood pressure, and it can also cause a, a big dip in your blood pressure, which both things you don't want to happen. I've actually had it dip really hard, where I was like freezing cold and shivering and, and felt like I was going to pass out. Um, I, I, I use a very conservative dose of it when I do use it, and I find that it gives you just a dramatically different erection, and it's not so much about lasting longer, which you can. It is that you can you can truly, if you if you take Cialis for the next thirty six to forty eight hours, I mean, you could have sex indefinitely. You really can. You can just keep on doing it. Whereas without it, you know, you you have that kind of like recovery time where in your head you might be like, I'll do this again, and then you're like, ah, I'm tired. I'm going to get a sandwich. <laughs> so because I'm so interested in that. Um, and, and experimenting with stuff like that, I got to a point where I was taking Cialis uh, five milligrams every single day because of the uh, tremendous uh, pump that I was getting in the gym. So if you like hype, imagine that times 10 is, is, is the vast dilation effect that you get from Cialis. So I was like, man, I wish that I could figure out a way where I could like do this naturally where you get the benefits in the gym, but you get the benefits you know, sexually as well. And I started researching like all the best natural ingredients, like horny goat weed, for instance. And an interesting thing happened. While I was researching this stuff, I went on vacation. When I went on vacation, I didn't bring my hype with me. And my whole trip on my vacation, I had my my dust. And at the time, I was using regular dust. And I was like, I'm just not getting good pumps. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm training hard but it's just i'm not getting the pumps that i normally get i'm like i wonder if i ruined myself by doing all that cialis Um, i'm still having perfectly fine sex without it but my pumps aren't as good i went home and i got back on my hype and all of a sudden my pumps were outstanding again 
So I started really looking at the ingredients in hype. And I started thinking to myself, that is the ticket to a male enhancement product. It's the blood flow. So I started putting the ingredients together to boost testosterone and to, to boost blood flow. Because if you, if you go back to what I was talking about earlier, the combination of testosterone and Cialis, which was giving me the great results, I wanted to do a natural product that I could sell everywhere. So let's look at natural test boosters versus um, vasodilation, vasodilation agents like Hype. And I just started mixing up different formulas and I came up with uh, Entice. And I gave it to all my friends mm-hmm. and, and everyone – well, the first test protocol I will say – was interesting. <laughs> interesting, which is another story I think that we should absolutely talk about on the radio show another time because it, it involves Chris and a, it involves Chris and an and a, and a, and everlasting boner. So if you guys want to know more about that, it's a great story. Uh, submit that question and I will spend a long time on that one. But yeah. let, let's just say that the, the, the pills were, were probably dosed with something that they weren't supposed they to be were dosed with. Extremely effective. <laughs> let's put it that way. So I didn't work with that manufacturer anymore after that for a couple of reasons. One meaning I didn't want to get arrested for whatever was in there. Uh, and I'm also glad that I didn't take it. I gave it to everybody else. Um, I literally walked in and I had 10 doses and I was like, I got 10 doses. Who wants boners? And then, of course, all the muscle boys were like, me. And I'm like, which one of you guys are actually going to have sex? And then like half of them walked away. Um, I'm like, I don't want you to use it and then go like jerk off or something. I want people to actually use this the right way. So I eliminated half of those guys. And uh, if you were here in the office, you would get that joke a lot more. Um, so I was very, very pleased with it. And we, we really I, – I had a, a bunch of different like prototypes for this one. The one that I settled on um, is not designed for immediate results, although it will. It will work. If you take it that day, but what's, what you really want to do is take it every day because it will naturally boost your testosterone, which is going to make you more sexually aggressive and it's going to increase blood flow, which will give you larger and harder erections. Okay. So the combination of those two things for a man is going to make you a better lover because you're going to be more sexually aggressive and you will have a fuller, girthier erection. Now, men and women are very, very different. Uh, also, you'll blow bigger loads, which guys always like, they love that. They're like, dude, I blow really big loads on this stuff. I'm like, sweet. Thanks for the, the information. Um, <laughs> that is a, a normal side effect, and that's good. You know, I mean, I, I have never really blown a load like the way that the guys in the porns do, but I have researched asparagus, and that is another thing that we, or not asparagus, celery. And that's another thing we can talk about on another, uh, Radio show is the use of celery. David has a lot to say about that. <laughs> use of celery in the in the adult industry. Now, women, on the other hand, this is very different. Women, not all of them, but most of them, are a lot more mental when it comes to sex. Guys are physical. They're like boobs, yeah, but sweet, let's do it. Uh, girls, it's more of a mental connection. It's an emotional connection, and that then leads to the physical. And I find that many, many women um, are either they have anxiety or perhaps they have um, body issues. Uh, even girls that are, that are beautiful have body dysmorphia issues. And it's the mental aspect of it. Also, in today's world where people are medicated for everything, uh, most antidepressants, most mood stabilizers will actually kill your sex drive. And 
I'll tell you a really cool story about somebody that was taking the entice her who reached out to me and said, does this stuff really work? Because I'm taking a medication for depression. And since I started taking it, it's helped my depression, but I have no sex drive at all. I, I can't, when I, when I do have sex, I can't get into it. I can't reach orgasm. And I, I, I almost feel like I'm cheating my husband who's a great man because I, I just don't enjoy it and, and I don't know what to do. And I, I said, I promise you that you will like this product. It will help you because it, it, it works with the mental aspect of it. And, and if any of you guys have ever tried the Blackstone Labs Euphoria, there is a little bit of that in the Entice Her which will relax you and give you a mild sense of euphoria, which will help you get into the moment more. So this woman uh, wrote back to me and she said, I have to thank you so much. I'm going to make a post for you on social media. She's like, this is amazing. She's like, I have had the best sex that I've had in so long. I feel closer to my husband. It has improved our sex life so much. And and I feel more in love with him and, and he's so happy. And I was like, wow, that's really awesome. Like I helped their marriage with this product. And the reason that I knew that it would help her and that I knew that it would be good is that I reached out to Kendra Lust and I said to her, I want you to try this product and I'll tell you what, I think you're really going to like it. And if you do, I'd like to talk to you about working with me on it. And I told her what it did and I sent it to her. She reached out to me a couple days later and she goes, her exact words were, holy shit. If you can do this for all women, you're going to be a billionaire. And I was like, wow, that good? And she goes, yes, oh my God. And she was like, I usually have a hard time coming from oral. She's like, it's just you know, not something that I, I come easily from. She's like, I came in five minutes and then I came again. And that never happens. She's like, so I thought maybe it was, you know, Maybe this is just a, a you know like a, a anomaly and and, and it, 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 maybe I I was hyped up for the the idea of it. She's like, so I tried it again the next day, same thing. She was like, I cannot believe it. I thought this was going to be like bullshit. She's like, but I figured since it's you, I'll try it since everybody speaks so highly about your products. She was like, because I really thought there's no way this is going to do anything. And I said, well, no, that's why I wanted you to do it because your job is having sex. So I'm like, man, if I can give a professional, uh a better orgasm than I, than everybody else is going to love it. And we both started laughing. And I said, I'll, I'll tell you what I said, rather than being, you know, like a, a paid, you know, endorser. I said, if you like it that much, I, I really believe in, in, in this. I love sex. You, you've been providing me with, you know, good times for the past few years. Why don't we grow this company together? I'll give you equity in the company and you'll be my partner. And she was like, I, I would be honored to. She was like, wow. She was like, I, I didn't expect that. And uh, I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's let's work together and kick ass. And um, so we became partners and uh, started manufacturing Entice Him and Entice Her. And what's cool about Entice Her is it actually works right away. So Entice Her, you can take literally an hour before you you're, you have the act uh, and you will notice it. It will it will give you uh, a, a relaxation of the mind, a, a mildly euphoric feeling, and it will heighten your intensity like crazy, which comes from the maca. Uh, the the maca is very very strong. It it forces blood. Uh, and I'm not being like you know, this is not like I'm not spitting profanities at you guys, but it's spitting. It's it, it, this is just what it it is what it is. It's it's going to cause an aggressive rush of blood to your clit. 
And that is where the sensitivity comes from with this product. So you combine that with the euphoria and the relaxation and you got yourself really in the moment and you will absolutely have more intense orgasms and you will have more frequency with your, your orgasm. So it has been an absolute pleasure working with her. Um, she is so nice. She's so, uh, down to earth. I, I will say the one thing that sucks about it is that, and, and it really didn't matter when I, uh, was married and now I'm in a serious relationship. So it doesn't really matter now, I suppose either, but now I have to accept that I truly am never going to have sex with Kendra. Lass. So <laughs> all my fantasies that I've had over the years, you know, I, I accept now we are in a business relationship and it just, you know. That's the way the cookie crumbles. I'll settle for her being my business partner, though, because she's a great partner. Um, and, uh, you know, she is – she's uh, – in her world, you know, m- many of my listeners may not know who she is, but in her world, she's a megastar. You know, she's the first ever MILF to be on the cover of Hustler magazine. Uh, they usually, you know, have freaking 19-year-old, 20-year-old <laughs> girls on there. Uh, she's won, you know, many AVN awards, you know, MILF Performer of the Year. You know, she, she's, she's, you know, a superstar. And, and, and that world is way, way bigger than our world, Con- considerably bigger. It's a many, many, many billion dollar industry. Um, and I support it. That's for damn sure. So very good question here, Dave. I'm glad that I got to speak on that. Um, and I don't think that she, uh, with her schedule, l- will listen to the podcast. But uh, I would get a kick out of her hearing this. She sh- I think it would give her a good laugh. All right. Our last question is from, uh, looks like it's Joe Sue. Uh, what's up? Uh, what is up and coming for Blackstone? I'm ready for some new stuff. Very, very good question to wrap the show up with. We don't even have to uh, do any excess banter like we did in the, in the beginning. So what is up and coming for Blackstone? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Um, it has been a difficult year. Specifically on me, but but on the company also because of how much the FDA is changing rules and regulations and cracking down, issues with getting certain materials. It's it's for the industry in a whole been a difficult year. And I think that that not just Blackstone Labs, but many companies will bounce back aggressively in 2018. And I can tell you that we are always researching and we're always looking for what's new and innovative and we'll never stop doing that so no matter how much the fda cracks down or perhaps tries to take things away from us we'll always have the next best thing before anybody else because we are just that forward thinking of of a company our newest product the recomp rx has more buzz than anything i've seen in a very long time we have another dhea pro hormone product coming out uh it may be out uh within the next month the Equalizer, very, very excited about that. We also have a series of single-ingredient products coming out. And some people have said to me, why do you want to come out with these single-ingredient products? And by single-ingredient products, I mean it's just one ingredient. It's an ancillary product to what you're already doing. I thought about it one day. I, I thought about it. I said to myself, you know what? Why do I have Chris order me things on Amazon and why do I go to vitamin shop for the other stuff when I can make pretty much anything that I want? I mean, at least make it for myself. And I started thinking about it more. I started thinking, I have a lot of people that listen to me and I put out a lot of advice and just those people alone, if they're listening to me, then they're probably going on Amazon or bodybuilding.com or vitamin shop or GNC to get that other stuff too. 
So I want to keep everybody on Blackstone Labs no matter what. I don't want anybody leaving Blackstone Labs. I don't want people to go to Blackstone Labs and be like, well, now i got to go to Vitamin Shop to get the other stuff. So I thought about what is the other stuff that I use that I don't want to have to pay for from Vitamin Shop or Amazon anymore. And those are all the products that I'm putting out through Blackstone Labs. Vitamin C, a B complex, D3, which I've always been a huge advocate of, um, L-carnitine in tartrate form, creatine monohydrate, glutamine, fish oils. These are all the things that I am either ordering from Amazon or you know, stopping at Vitamin Shop or saying, Sally, go to Vitamin Shop for me. Um, You'll be able to purchase all those at a very good rate on the Blackstone Labs website in 2018. So you won't have to worry about going to Vitamin Shop or doing these other things. You'll be able to have a one-stop shop. And that is what the, 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 the appeal of Amazon is. You can get everything you want right in one spot. So I want you to be able to get all of the supplements that you need, all the vitamins, all in the same spot. So I'm excited about that. We also have the Legion. And the Legion is really neat. It is our spin on an ambassador program. So our ambassador program gives you the chance to earn money, and it also gives you the chance to make a name for yourself and earn a spot on the full roster of totally sponsored athletes that get their show coverages, that get salaries, um, that get videos done of them, and the Legion is growing really fast. In fact, the Legion is, at this point, doing better numbers than my athletes, which means my athletes need to get their asses in gear. Step it up. Uh, some of them uh, are a little more lax than others. So if I've got these Legion members coming in who have tiny followings, then that kills the argument of, well, I have a million followers, so you're benefiting from having me, which is something that I have learned is in the new era of social media, not as valuable as it was a few years ago. So the Legion is growing fast, and I'm actually going to pull a Legion member on February 1st and make this person the first sponsored Legion athlete that's going to be on the full-time roster of sponsored athletes. Uh, This person has impressed me tremendously, and I can't see them uh, letting me down at this point. And I had said from the start, we're going to go 90 days and see who really stands out. And we're going to reward that person to inspire the rest that we're not just talking out of our asses. We will be pulling people up. So this person is so far been really, really impressive. And there are many others that are impressing me as well. Uh, and I encourage everybody in the Legion to make sure you're tagging me, not just Blackstone Labs, so I can learn you. There are many of you already. There are about 250, I believe now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to know each and every one of you, but I won't unless you tag me. So I can, I can see who you are. But I, I've been seeing more and more, and it makes me very, very proud. Uh, of course, you will always have the Blackstone Labs videos coming out. Um, I pride myself on having the best videographers in the industry as far as the diversity of content that we put out. Uh, the newest will be, um, and I think you guys will be really excited to see this, is we have Haley Kate coming down right after the LA Fit Expo for about a week. And we're going to do a ton with her. She's got a really, really, really awesome personality. She's very uh, like bubbly and fun and down to earth. And she's funny. And she's very cool. And I, I think that you guys are going to get a kick out of her. She's very intelligent. She has a thriving training business. And I am actually busting my ass to get back into the best shape as I can because I want to do a workout video with her. And I think that a video with her will be pretty funny, especially if she's training me. Um, so 
expect to see the same entertainment that you always get from Blackstone Labs and then some. As far as where we'll be, uh, January 7th and 8th, we will be in L.A. for the L.A. Fit Expo. I have a bunch of my big stud athletes coming out there. Akeem Williams will be there. Uh, the Queen, Savannah Rem. Long live the Queen, I always say. Uh, Haley Kate will be there. Uh, we have a lot, lots of local uh, L.A.-based athletes that will be there. Um, uh, Bella and Trevor Larson. Uh, Feisty and Mike Brown. Uh, of course, I have my... Um, my show staff that I always bring the same guys to the shows because they are very efficient at what they do. So you'll see all the familiar faces that you see at all the other big shows. Um, who else is coming out there? Am I forgetting? I'm probably forgetting somebody. Tristan James, everybody's favorite studly massager will be there. Maybe you'll get yourself a massage from the bearded stud. Um, so it's going to be a good crew. It's going to be a very, very good crew. We were bringing the, the huge prices right booth. We'll have Plinko at this one. Very excited about that. And then you'll catch us at the Arnold, of course, in March. And we'll always be at the Olympia. And in between, of course, our, our ambassadors and reps will be at some of the smaller shows. Uh, and I hope that by the end of the year, you will see me in South America. Because now that we have brought Fabian Rosco onto the team, we have done a lot of South American sales. And we are expanding in my favorite part of the world. No disrespect to the rest of the world. But I love me some Latinas. Uh, and I really want to get down anywhere down there, please. Colombia, Peru, Brazil, Argentina, Chile. I want to go. Um, so um, Fabian will be the one that's down there most of the time. But we're expanding fast down there. We're already pretty big in Australia. I am working on uh, closing a deal, which I believe that I will be closing with a very, 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 very popular Australian athlete. Uh, the only hint that I will give you is that it is a she. She has some of the best genetics I've ever seen in my entire life. And she's also very attractive. Um, and she's very intelligent and interacts with all her followers, which I feel is the most important thing on social media is the interaction. So there's quite a bit going on from appearances to new products to entertainment. Expect to see it all. And uh, we we love all of our, our followers, all of our customers, we love interacting with you guys. Please keep on sending us your DMs, your emails. Uh, I love getting you know emails forwarded to me from customer service over people just saying they love the brand and, and they like me. Um, we really love that stuff. We, we, we really uh, – I, I call myself a humanitarian. We love, we love to do stuff with the people and we will keep on doing stuff with the people. And I have an idea. I'm not going to talk about it right now, but I have an idea for a big contest this year. Because everybody keeps saying, when's the Beat PJ coming back? When's the Beat PJ coming back? I don't know if I can do the Beat PJ again. I mean, I can do it. I don't think it will have the same effect as it did the first time. But I have a, a cooler idea with bigger prize money. So stay tuned for that as well. And that's it. That's all I got for the new stuff with Blackstone Labs. All right, with that, we're going to wrap it up then. Uh, you guys can ask all of your questions at askpjbrawn at blackstonelabs.com. Uh, we'll look through those all throughout the week, and then when we record these on Thursday, uh, we'll go ahead and answer all of your questions. Ask anything, guys. We'll be more than happy to answer them. Uh, you can listen to this over at YouTube, blackstonelabs.com, and SoundCloud. Uh, and with that, we're going to wrap it up. We'll see you guys next week.